You're listening to Middle Tennessee Blue Raider Baseball on the Blue Raider Sports Network. Today's game is presented by Lewis Bakeries, bakers of Bunny, Sunbeam, Healthy Life, and Lewis Bake Shop Breads. And Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Let's go to the stadium. And a pleasant good afternoon to you on this Friday. Middle Tennessee baseball comes to you from Reese Smith Field on the campus of Middle Tennessee State University. Dick Palmer, John Callow with you as the sun is shining and it's just about time to play baseball. The Raiders opening conference play against the Monarchs of Old Dominion today, a team that is coming off a Conference USA Tournament championship uh, last season and a team that the Raiders have had pretty good luck against in the past, this being the 20th game of the series. Between the two, the Raiders hold a, the edge 11-8. to eight. The last meeting was in the Conference USA Tournament. Old Dominion eventually went on to win the tournament, and uh, one of the reasons they did was a 10-6 to six victory over Middle Tennessee in that tournament last season. The Raiders come in at 7-10, and 10, and Old Dominion 14-1 on an 11-game winning streak, John. So this is a very good team, ranked number 21 in the country, and winners of 11 straight. They are on a roll coming in here. Well, the Raiders are on a roll, though, too, because we've won three out of the last four uh, uh, big weekend last weekend at uh, at uh, Auburn. Auburn, and then uh, the the big win on uh, Tuesday night against Austin V here. Raiders score and uh, two in the bottom of the ninth. The last one uh, on a bases loaded wild pitch. You take them any way you can get them, and uh, uh, you know this is why we played these first 17 games though to get here to conference play. And from this point on, the rules have changed. Both teams coming off walk-off victories on Tuesday. You mentioned <laughs> the Raiders win over Austin P. Old Dominion defeated East Carolina in 10 innings on uh, Tuesday with a bases-loaded walk-off base on balls. Nine to eight win for the Monarchs in that game. So both teams coming off similar victories. Both got to be a little uh, pumped up about oh, that. Yeah. Uh, you know, you you you, you, uh, you look at their schedule though, and they've played a, a a lot of northern schools coming down south for the weather. Uh, you look at the strength of schedule, and of course that doesn't necessarily mean anything, but you got to look at uh, what the Blue Raiders have been doing this year, and we've had some real tests probably more tests than they've had. Uh, No doubt about that. Uh, Old Dominion has three wins against Iona. Their only loss came to Binghamton as they took two out of three in that series. They defeated Virginia Commonwealth in a single game. They won three against Bryant, won two against, no, won one against Princeton, won uh, three against Stony Brook, and then the win over East Carolina uh, earlier this week. And for their 14 wins against only one loss. Yeah, and uh, uh, it's something that's really a contrast to the Raiders. This will be, what, our third home game? This is only their second road game. Uh, They played at Virginia Commonwealth, and 
everything else has been at home. Okay, we'll see how that uh, plays out. The Raiders in their uh, home white uniforms. Old Dominion, uh, navy blue tops it looks like with gray pants. And the umpires are meeting with the two skippers at home plate exchanging lineups right now. We'll take a break. Be back. Uh, got some words from head coach Jim Tolman right after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. way you slice it, your game day won't be complete without soft, delicious bunny bread and bunny buns, an official corporate partner of Blue Raider Athletics. Whether you're watching with friends, cheering in the stands, or tuning in at home, count on Bunny to help strike out hunger and give you energy. So pick up some bunny buns and bunny bread today. It's sure to be a home run. That's what I said. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Hey, hey, hey! Nothing gets your attention like a happy client. When we were planning our move from Wisconsin to Murfreesboro, we chose Chip Walters of Exit Realty. He knows Rutherford County, and we looked in several neighborhoods. And Chip helped us write an offer on a house in Murfreesboro. And it was accepted on the first try. If you were to tell me you were looking at buying or selling a home, I'd tell you to choose Chip. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamon Associates, your trusted advisor in real estate. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. You're listening to MTSU Sports on WGNS. We're ready to hit Coach Jim Tolman as the Raiders open conference play with Old Dominion. Nothing like opening with a conference champion, is there? Yeah, they had a great... Blue Raider head coach Jim Tolman as the Raiders open conference play with Old Dominion. Nothing like opening with a conference champion, is there? 
Yeah, they had a great year last year, and they got a lot of players back. They're an older club, and Coach Finwood's done a great job. And I think right now they're uh, on an 11-game win streak and leading the conference. I think they have 30 home runs. So it's a heck of a way to start the conference for sure. Well, you your team halted a win streak last weekend, so maybe we can do the same, huh? Yeah, we're hoping that we can we can put an end to that. Absolutely, we're going to play hard and going to get rid of some of this rain and there's a lot of wind tonight so we better keep the ball down tonight how do you feel going into conference play you're pretty satisfied with the way things have gone so far well we've had a few guys banged up and we have a few injuries but uh we found out in our non-conference games that the team has no quit in them which is a good thing you know we, we could have laid down some games because uh we got off to a little bit of a rough start and lost some close ones but uh they have a lot of energy and they have a lot of fun and they're good dudes and uh, we just uh, we're, we're, we hope to be a, a scrappy type team. What uh, have you and Coach Myers come up with on your pitching rotation now? We're looking at uh, sticking with Keenan tonight and Swan tomorrow. Um, we're going to go through some. Uh, you know, you got to learn how to pitch a little bit, and, and the best way to learn is to get them out there and get them out there and throw. But. Uh, We've kind of used uh, Wigington, who's one of our top guys, as you know, uh, as a swing guy. If we have a chance to win a game, we're probably going to bring him in instead of st- making making him the sa- Friday, Saturday, or Sunday starter. He's a pretty good guy to bring in from the pen and using two games on the weekend instead of just one. But uh, we have had a few middle relievers step up and uh, pitch pretty well. So, uh, you know, it's still a work in progress, but we've got a good – veteran on the mound tonight in Zach Keenan and we're just going to go from there. Great comeback win uh, Tuesday and the guys had to be pumped up about that. Yeah, we scored three in the first and didn't score another one until the seventh and then Coker came up with that big hit late and uh, it's always good to win at home but it's always good to win on a walk-off too. The guys got excited and and as you know, Dick, it's just uh, a lot better around uh, the office and the stadium when you win and it's uh, it's basically only fun when you win so uh, anytime you win you got to celebrate it and enjoy it and uh, right now we're on a win streak home team uh, uh only the third time i think this season but the cr- crowds for the first two teams the first two games have been great yeah we've had some decent weather and they're nice now switching the game today from six to three may throw off the crowd a little bit but if we're going to get the game in well, you know instead of sitting in the rain we had to do that today but happy that the crowd's coming out we got another you know probably 18 more home games a good opportunity to come out and got a lot of specials out here and a lot of deals and it's good baseball and the weather's warming up so i encourage all the fans to come on out to the reefs all right coach best of luck appreciate that coach jim tolman with his uh, pregame comments as the raiders take on old dominion today we will have our ascend federal credit union starting lineups and right now the lineups being flashed on the scoreboard John, why don't you give us the uh, Old Dominion lineup. If we don't have time, we'll give you the Raiders lineup when we come back. Well, let's do it that way. Uh, Leading off for the uh, Monarchs from Old Dominion, third baseman Kenny Lavari. Batting second, the right fielder Carter Trice. Batting uh, third, the left fielder Andy Gariola. Batting uh, fourth and cleanup hole, the first baseman Matt Kootenay. Batting fifth, the designated hitter, Robbie Petrosi. Batting sixth, the uh, catcher, Brock Gagliardi. Batting uh, seventh, the shortstop, Tommy Bell. 
in the eight hole, uh, the center fielder, Thomas Wheeler, batting ninth, the second baseman, Chris Dingler. And on the mound uh, for the Monarchs will be left-handed pitcher, Tommy Gertner. Old Dominion coming in at 14 and one. First conference game for both of these teams as we get ready to get into the thick of things in this 2022 season. We'll take a break back with the Raiders lineup and first pitch after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. Got my nachos, got my big TV, and my favorite chair. It's game time. But you know, the only thing that would make it a little better is if I could listen to my local broadcasters while watching the game. Oh, hello. You must have wished for your game to be synced with TV and radio. I sure did. Do you have a DVR? You bet. Do you have a streaming device? Yeah. Blammo. Your game is now synced. It's that easy. Oh, boy. To see if you can get synced, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield. SyncMyGame.com? SyncMyGame.com. It's a new season. Get ready for more men's and women's college sports excellence. Trophies will be awarded in June to schools who take the top spot in the 2021-22 Learfield Directors' Cup. The premier award recognizes one winning institution in all competitive divisions. Follow your favorite team's progress as seasonal standings are announced at L Directors' Cup on Twitter and online at directorscup.org. The crowning achievement in college athletics. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Raiders have taken the field. Dick Palmer, John Callow with you. Let's take a look at the Blue Raiders starting lineup uh, in batting order, John. It'll be very similar to what we've seen in the last week or so. Leading off will be shortstop Fausto Lopez. Batting second, second baseman J.T. Mabry. Third baseman uh, Brett Coker hits third. Catcher Mason Spears in the cleanup spot, hitting 417 for the Raiders. Uh, batting fifth will be Bryson Thomas, the first baseman. Left fielder Nathan Sanders in the sixth hole. Batting seventh designated hitter Jackson Galloway. Right fielder Tatsunori Nagishi will be batting eighth. And then uh, Luke Vinson, the center fielder, batting ninth. Uh, Zach Keenan on the mound for the Raiders. You ready for those numbers from Zach Keenan? Ready. Okay. Well, I'll give you those as soon as I get the right numbers here. Keenan taking his warm-up tosses with Mason Spears. Our starting lineups brought to you by Ascend Federal Credit Union, the exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. Visit one of their 27 Middle Tennessee locations, including 
four in Murfreesboro. Find out more at ascend.org. Zach Keenan making his fifth start. He's thrown one complete game, thrown 26 and two-thirds innings, giving up 11 runs, 10 of them earned on 27 hits, seven walks, 16 strikeouts, 3.37 ERA, a one-and-one record. Before first pitch, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification as you listen to Middle Tennessee Baseball. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The Blue Raiders play here. Game number 18 and game home game number three for the Raiders who come in seven and 10 against the defending Conference USA champions, the Monarchs of Old Dominion. They are 14 and one playing only their second road game of the season. They have won 11 in a row and will face Zach Keenan, one and one on the season. In fact, both starting pitchers have exactly the same record and the same earned run average and very similar stats coming in. Both have made four starts. Keenan will pitch to Kenny Lavari, the first batter, and takes a strike called as Lavari. He is the third baseman for the Monarchs. Comes in with a 310 batting average. First pitch at 302, Dick. That's from the left side. Keenan's next pitch is hit to short. One big hop to Fausto Lopez. Bad throw, and it's an arrow, and Lavari will be safe at first. And, John, the Raiders just have got to clean up their defense. They have made yeah, error yeah. after error this season. And We're just not used to seeing this kind of defense. Uh, and it's got to be frustrating to Coach Doman and uh, his coaching staff. So, Lavari on at first base on the throwing error by Lopez. And that's Fausto's ninth error of the season. This is game number 18. You can do the math. Here is Carter Trice, the right fielder. Looks at a strike over the outside corner. You know, you just can't afford to give extra outs to players or to uh, teams like Old Dominion. They're coming in hitting 319 as a team. Yeah, and uh, you look at their home run numbers. Everybody in this lineup uh, can uh, has got some pop. Trice has hit six of them this year, takes a strike on the inside corner, and Keenan quickly out in front, 0-2. And, and we're not going to be surprised if we see a few go out of here, Dick, because uh, game time temperature 66, partly cloudy. Here's the big number, though. Wind is blowing out of the south at 16 miles an hour. And here at Reese uh, Smith Field, that means it's blowing out toward right and right center. Here's the 0-2 pitch, misses outside with a fastball, and the count goes to one and two on Trice. Lavari, the runner at first, reached on a throwing arrow to open the game. Trice will be followed by Gariola and then Kootenai. Blue Raider infield in double play depth, outfield straight away. Keenan out of the stretch and delivers a check swing, call strike three, Trice. Looked at an inside fastball, decided not to go, and checked his swing a bit, and the umpire rang him up. For out number one, and the batter is Gariola. He is the left fielder, Andy, a senior hitting 323, and like Trice, has six home runs on the season. Lavari leads at first. 
Keenan's pitch right in there for a call strike, nothing and one. So the Raider right-hander is doing what he has done most of the season. He's coming out throwing strikes. One on, one out, top of the first inning, no score. Check of the runner in the pitch. Swing and a foul back to the backstop. Count goes to 0-2 on Gariola. Matt Kootenay, the first baseman, waiting to hit next. Well, uh, ideal situation for a double play. They don't hit into too many double plays, though, Dick. Only eight on the season. And uh, Gariola does not have any of them. Two strikes the count. Keenan, a long look. And the pitch to the plate is hit in the air down the right side. It's going to be in foul ground, I think. No. Nope. No. Nope. It stayed fair and left the ballpark, and that's what we're talking about with this strong breeze coming out of the south. It appeared that he just got the end of the bat yeah, on it, John. Uh, he did not hit that baseball well. And uh, it was, you know, it was – he. It was not solidly struck, and uh, you're absolutely right. It looked like it was going to go foul, and then all of a sudden it's carrying and carrying, and we're going to see a lot of that today, I'm afraid. That's a two-run homer to put Old Dominion on top by a score of 2-1. to one. one of those runs is unearned because of the error, and here's Kootenay, the first baseman, a left-handed hitter. Odd that it was a right-handed hitter yeah. who hit the first home run today. Well, and it was uh, almost an excuse me swing. Keenan, out of the full windup now, delivers, and a ball hit foul to the left side for strike one. Well, those right-handed hitters, and they have uh, four of them in the lineup, going to have trouble getting the ball to, uh, to left field. Wind's going to knock it down. Here's the pitch, a swing and a miss. Kootenay came up empty on a Kenan fastball. It's 0-2. I'm sure all uh, the Monarchs are sitting over in the dugout and saying, hmm, if we're right-handed hitters, we need to be going opposite field today. Two strikes the count to Kootenay. He's the cleanup hitter, takes the pitch outside. One and two. For Zach Keenan, that is the third home run he has given up this season and pitching in his 27th inning. Not too bad a ratio, one per nine innings. Ball hit to the right side to Mabry, who's up with it, over to first in time, and that is out number two. Kootenay grounds out, second to first. Just one batter too late. Left-handed hitting Robbie Petrosi. Is that the way you say that? Petrosi. Petrosi coming in at 350. The designated hitter number six, Robbie Petrosi. Two outs, bases empty. Old Dominion leading two to nothing. And Keenan's pitch hit into right center. Nobody's going to get that one. It's going to go to the wall. Luke Benson will pick it up on the warning track, get the relay back in. And it is a stand-up double for Petrosi. That ball about six feet uh, to the left of the 365 uh, sign in the power alley. The catcher, number 10, Hit number two off Keenan. 
So the Monarchs have a runner at second with two outs in the first inning, leading two to nothing. And Brock Gagliardi, the catcher, will stand in. He is another left-handed hitter. Smallish crowd today. A couple of uh, factors enter into that, I think. Uh, number one, the change in game time from 6 o'clock to 3 in the afternoon. Pitch low and inside, ball one. Another thing would be the weather, John. Oh, gosh, uh, it's kind of – we woke up here in Murfreesboro this morning uh, to heavy rain. And it rained until uh, almost noon, I think. Yeah. Out at my house, I think it stopped about 10, 10.30. One ball, no strikes. Runner at second with two outs, the pitch. Keenan missed low and away. 2-0 to Gagliardi. Coach uh, Tolman said on his pregame comments, we've got to keep the ball low today. Oh. Especially with that wind blowing briskly out to right and right center. Yeah, Gagliardi is, uh, has uh, had three home runs this season. Here's the pitch to the plate. That's in there for a strike. Two and one. Well, John, I can read the numbers on the scoreboard today, and I don't know if my eyes have improved drastically. I think they've uh, heard our complaints. <laughs> Two balls and a strike to count to Gagliardi. Keenan checks the runner and delivers, swinging a foul out of play to the left. Count will go to two and two. Reese Smith Field, 330 down each line, 395 to straightaway center, 365 to the power alleys in left and right center. Big scoreboard above the 365 mark in right center. Here's the pitch. That is just mm. low, just mm. missed with a breaking ball. Had Gagliardi looking and hoping that the umpire would say ball three. Yeah, I, I think uh, Keenan and catcher Mason Spears both thought they had the uh, the strikeout. Three and two, the pitch. A swing and a miss. They have it now. Strike three, and Keenan gets his second strikeout. But in the inning for Old Dominion, two runs. There were two hits. There was an error, and one man left on base. We'll go to the bottom of the first inning. Old Dominion 2, Middle Tennessee coming to bat on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hey, hey, hey! Nothing gets your attention like a happy client. When we were planning our move from Wisconsin to Murfreesboro, we chose Chip Walters of Exit Realty. He knows Rutherford County, and we looked in several neighborhoods. And Chip helped us write an offer on a house in Murfreesboro. And it was accepted on the first try. If you were to tell me you were looking at buying or selling a home, I'd tell you to choose Chip. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamon Associates, your trusted advisor in real estate. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Granison Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Granison Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Granison Associates online at gcpas.com. 
the flagship station for Blue Raider sports, WGNS. We go to the bottom of the first inning. The Raiders will face left-hander Tommy Gartner for Old Dominion. Comes in at one and one. Well, he's making his fifth appearance. He's thrown 16 innings, given up seven runs, six of them earned on 13 hits, seven walks, 18 strikeouts. Got a 3.38 ERA, a one and one record. Set the Old Dominion defensive alignment for you. They will have Kenny Lavari at third, Tommy Bell, the shortstop, Chris Dingler at second, Matt Kootenay is the first baseman. And in the outfield, Gariola in left, Wheeler in center, Trice in right, with uh, Gartner on the mound and Gagley Artie behind the plate as Fausto Lopez will stand in to lead it off for the Raiders in the bottom of the first inning. Lopez, a right-handed batter, senior hitting 286, three home runs, seven RBIs for the Blue Raiders shortstop. Gartner's first pitch to him is in at the knees for a strike, nothing and one. He uh, certainly understands that business about keeping the ball low. That's going to be the secret. Pitch swung on, foul to the screen. And the count is 0-2. It'll be Lopez, Mabry, and Brett Coker here in the first inning for the Blue Raiders. Crowd trickling in. This game was moved from a 6 o'clock start to 3 this afternoon to try and avoid storms. Ball hit in the air to right field. That's going to push the right field to the warning track. Looking up, and he can't get it. That one's out of here. But he got that ball up, and Fausto knew exactly what to do. He was going opposite field the whole way. Fausto Lopez leads it off for the Blue Raiders with a home run to right into that 16-mile-an-hour gale. That is his fourth home run of the season. And I guess he's uh, said, well, I'm, I, I'm I making up for one. that error in the first I, inning. I owed you one. There yep. it is. Yep. So Lopez puts the Raiders on the scoreboard with a solo shot over the wall in right field. And with nobody out, the batter is J.T. Mabry. And we know J.T. likes to go opposite field. Ground to third, time. past the third baseman, down the left field line. Mabry's on his way to second. And he will pull in there standing up with a double. Are they going to give him a hit? Yeah, they're giving him a hit. Ball hit sharply just past the third baseman, Lavore, who kind of swiped at it but didn't come up with it. Yeah, that was definitely an ole. So the Raiders with a home run and a double in their first two at-bats against this left-hander Gardner will now have Brett Coker coming to the plate. Two to one the score. You've got plenty of time to get out here and see some good baseball as we are just underway in the first inning. Gartner, first pitch to Coker's inside. A little bit low and in the dirt, ball one. Coker, 231 on the season, three homers. JT Mabry with a double at second base. Because where the right fielder is, he's on the warning track oh, in yeah. right field. I mean, you're absolutely right. He's, his feet are on the track. 
Swing and a miss. One ball and one strike. The left fielder swung way over and is almost in front of the 365 sign in left center. Center fielders playing over into right center field and deep. One ball and one strike. The pitch. Coker hits it foul out of play, and it's one and two. You know, if Coker can pull that baseball, get it over the third baseman's head, uh, he's going to end up with at least a double. I expect both teams will be playing uh, uh, their outfielders toward right field because that's the way the wind's blowing. One ball, two strikes to Coker. Mabry leads at second base, the pitch. Swung on, grounded to third. Labari has it, loses his cap, but throws to first and retires Coker. Mabry has to hold at second base. Got the low hop there and played it well. I noticed Keenan, when he was warming up before the first inning, his cap blew off and he had to go retrieve it. So Coker grounds to Labari at third for the first out. Mabry remains at second. He is the tying run down there. And the batter is Mason Spears, the catcher. Blue Raiders leading hitter at 417. I think school is out. Here comes some youngsters into the ballpark. Pitch misses inside, ball one to Spears. It's Friday afternoon. These youngsters deserve a break from uh, a week of school. Get them out here to the ballpark. Got bright sunshine. Should have a good matchup today. Two to one, Old Dominion leading in the first inning. Spears doesn't have any trouble with left-handers, hitting 400 against them. Now Gartner steps off the rubber and fakes a throw to second. No, uh, he's actually hitting slightly better against right-handers. One ball, no strikes, the count. Check of the runner in the pitch. Swung on, popped foul down the right side. Had the right idea. He sure did. One ball and one strike to Mason Spears. Going with an inside-out swing. Mabry, the runner, at second. Lopez led off the inning with a solo homer. Second baseman Chris Dingler is holding Mabry tight. Line in the center field. That one is going to drop. Mabry's on his way to third, and the throw comes into the infield. The Raiders have runners at first and third. Because the outfielders have to play deep, anything hit shallow into the outfield is going to be trouble. You can get it over the infielder's head. You're going to be able to do some good. So now runners at first and third with one out. The batter is Bryson Thomas. Raider first baseman hitting 346. That left fielder has moved even farther towards center field, Dick, by two or three steps. He's almost in front of that big light pole out in left center at the 365 sign. Pitch fouled off to the right, strike one. One home run, six RBIs for Thomas on the season. The senior out of Spring Hill, Tennessee. Well, a lot of of hitting room on the right side, Dick. 
pitch to the plate, lined into left field, but that's going to be, unfortunately, right at the left fielder. Maybe he's trying to score, and he will. That will tie the game. Well, they had Thomas play just right in the outfield, a line drive caught by the left fielder, Gariola. As uh, we told you, he was swung way over into left center. Otherwise, that would have been a double. Oh, you got that right. It would have been off the wall at 365 sign. That will go into the books as a sacrifice fly and a run batted in for Bryson Thomas. And the batter is Nathan Sanders. Checks his swing and the pitch outside, ball one. So for Thomas, his seventh RBI of the season. This game is tied at 2-2 in the first inning. Nathan Sanders, a senior, hitting 314. Bats from the left side. And the pitch in the dirt, ball two, two and oh. Spears still at first base. A two-run homer for Old Dominion in the first inning, a solo homer, double and a single for the Raiders, and a sacrifice flies. Put the two matching runs on the board. The pitch lined in the right field to base hit. Let's see what Spears does. He's turning second, going to third. Throw comes in. The Raiders will have runners at the corners with two outs. Sharply hit line drive in the right field by Nathan Sanders. And so far, Gardner's not uh, fooling anybody. No, is he? he sure isn't. Uh, Sanders uh, improves. Uh, he'd uh, just been two for eight against left-handers, now three for nine. Here's Jackson Galloway, the designated hitter. Didn't have a bit of trouble with that pitch. First and third, two outs. Galloway steps in at 270, one home run, five runs batted in on the season. Raiders playing their 18th game today, Old Dominion playing their 16th game. Gartner throws to first and the runner is back. Gartner pitches off the third base side of the pitcher's rubber. That's a personal preference for pitchers, which side of the rubber to pitch from. They've, they've got a lot of room there. Another throw to first, and again, Sanders is back. Sanders is a base-stealing threat, so they're keeping a close eye on him. Two to two in the first inning. This promises to be a good one. Gardner's uh, last outing, he uh, was uh, May 11th against Stony Brook, went five innings, only gave up uh, – Five hits in five innings. He's already given up four here in the first. Pitch to Galloway is a strike called, and it's nothing in one. Spears over at third with Sanders at first. And the pitch to the plate, swing and a miss. Popped out of the catcher's mitt, but Gagliardi recovered quickly. And the count will go to 0-2. Forrest Arnold coaching first base for the Raiders in with a quick word to his base runner, Sanders. Jordan Getzelman coaching down at third. The lefty pitches and a swing and a miss on a high fastball, and that will retire the side, but not before the Raiders come up with two runs of their own. Two runs, three hits, 
and two men left on base. We have completed one full inning. It's Old Dominion 2 and Middle Tennessee 2 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. I was given a prescription opioid pain medication, and within only a few months, I was completely addicted. I lost everything. I had to leave school and stop playing sports in college, and I started to watch my life slip away. I want people to know that these drugs are addictive. One prescription can be all it takes to lose everything. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov rxawareness. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. 2-2 as we go to the second inning. I think I shorted us a hit in the first inning when I gave the uh, summary. Two runs, four hits in the inning with a couple of runners left on base. So, Zach Keenan, starting from scratch, John. Well, that's uh, that's what you want to do. If you're going to give up a two spot in the first, come back and get it back in the bottom and uh, and go from there. Bottom three in the Old Dominion batting order. Tommy Bell, the shortstop, will lead off. Bell, Wheeler, and Dingler against the right-hander, Zach Keenan. Leading off the top of the second for the Monarchs, shortstop number 11, Tommy Bell. Bell is uh, hitting well over uh, 300, 314. He's got three home runs, Dick. Yeah, we saw him hit one in the tournament last year with the bases <laughs> loaded against us in the fifth inning. That was a seven-run inning, and this pitch hit him on the lower part of the leg. So Bell hit by a pitch. That home run he hit was off, I think it was off Wigginton, who started. Or it could have been off. No, it was not off Wigginton. It was off uh, either Cheely or Baden, who came in in relief in that inning. Here's Thomas Wheeler, center fielder, bats from the left side. Pitch to him, hit in the hole, a base hit to right field. Bell will pull up at second base, and the <coughs> Monarchs have the first two men on in the second inning. So our thanks to Miss Hannah for the uh, the goodies today. Oh, my favorite. As always. First and second, nobody out. That's hit number three for the Monarchs. Chris Dingler, their number nine hitter. <laughs> 364. You're pretty good when your number nine hitter hits 364. Yeah, and it's not like he uh, he hasn't had some at-bats. He's had 44 at-bats. Pitch outside, ball one, one home run, 13 runs batted in. And I, I, I'm i told that uh, this is basically the same lineup they use just about every day. So 13 RBIs out of the nine hole, not too shabby. Not too shabby. 
Keenan's pitch. Drill, pass Coker, base hit, rolling into foul ground in left field. One run will score. They'll have runners at second and third with nobody out. That might have been the hardest hit uh, baseball that uh, we've seen today. So Bell will score. Dingler rattles a double down the left field line. Picks up his 14th RBI. The third baseman, number seven, Kenny Lavari. Hit number four, run number three off Keenan. And now runners at second and third with nobody out in the top of the batting order coming up. Kenny Lavari reached on an error in the first inning and scored their first run. Second and third, nobody out. Keenan delivers, swinging a foul straight back. These guys come off the bench swinging, don't they? Oh, they sure do. And that wind has shifted just slightly. Still blowing out, but it's blowing straight out to center field now. Raider outfield still playing deep and just about straight away for this left-handed hitter. Keenan out of the stretch. A ball outside. One and one to Livari. From their championship lineup a year ago, Old Dominion is only missing two starters, actually three. So they've got six returning starters from that uh, team that knocked off Middle Tennessee in the tournament. Swinging yeah. a foul, and the count goes to one and two on Lavari. There is no substitute for experience, is there, Dick? Nope. One ball, two strikes. Wheeler, the runner at third. Dingler at second. And Keenan's pitch is low for a ball. Two and two. The inning started with a hit batsman. Bell came around to score on the double by Dingler. That followed the single by Wheeler. Two balls, two strikes. Keenan's pitch, swing and a miss, struck him out. That's a big strikeout. And strikeout number three for Zach Keenan. Uh, you needed to reestablish the fact that you can get it out after giving up uh, the hit batter and then a couple of hits. Here's Carter Trice. Impressed as a freshman last year. He's hitting 317 in his sophomore year. Right-handed batter. Check swing and a strike called on the outside corner. Keenan got one. him looking in, uh, in the first inning. Needs a strikeout or a, something up in the air in the infield. Trice hit double figures in home runs last year and hit almost 370 as a freshman. Low, one and one. Certainly a member of the all-conference team a year ago and all-freshman team, if not freshman of the year. One ball and one strike. 
One out. Enfield is playing back. The pitch to the plate. Swing and a ground foul past third. Count to Trice goes to one and two. Center fielder Benson, a couple of steps over into left center, almost straight away. One ball and two strikes. Runner leads from third. Runners lead from second and third. Oh. The pitch just misses outside. Crowd wanted that one. Two and two. Well, this would be a big strikeout, wouldn't it, Dick? Then you got a chance to strand those runners and get out of this inning with just the one across. Two balls and two strikes. The pitch. Miss low, ball three. Mm. So full count to Trice with Gariola waiting to hit next. Three to two, Old Dominion leading, top of the second inning. Full count to Trice. Runners lead at second and third. The pitch is ah. ball four. Boy, those last three pitches were all close enough to be called strikes. Yeah, I, I uh, would agree with you 100% there, Dick. I thought that last one uh, was certainly going to be strike three. That will load the bases with one out, and the batter is Gariola, who hit one out of the ballpark in the first inning, a two-run homer. He got it up into the breeze down the right field line and was fair by just a few feet. Yeah. It was curving foul, but didn't curve quick enough. <laughs> and he didn't. It wasn't like he hit the, the ball really hard. I, I was absolutely shocked that it carried as well as it did with his – Little contact as he had. Swinging a foul over by the Old Dominion dugout down the third base side. One strike to count to Gariola. Sun has popped out from behind the clouds. Got a few spaces up uh, above with mm -hmm. blue skies. Definitely a better day than it started out being. One strike to count the pitch. A swing and a ground ball to short. Out at second. Throw to first. Got him. Nice pickup by Thomas at first. That is a 6-4-3 double play. And that will get the Raiders out of the second inning. One run scores. There were two hits. And with the double play, two men left. We will go to the bottom of the second inning. Old Dominion, three, Middle Tennessee, two on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! 
Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Go to the second inning for the Raiders. Bottom two in the order, and then back to the top. It'll be Nagishi, Benson, and Fausto Lopez against the left-hander, Tommy Gartner. Pitch to oh. Nagishi is a strike call, nothing and one. Must have caught that outside corner. Tatsunori Nagishi, sophomore, hitting 212, bats from the left side. Pitches outside, looked to be in the same spot. Yeah, that, uh, they came back with the, the same pitch. This did one called not, a ball. Did not get the call. One and one. Left-hander delivers, check swing outside. Same pitch again. Two balls and a strike. They're throwing him uh, breaking balls away. Luke Vincent, another left-handed hitter, waits next. That's a tough pitch for a, a left-handed pitcher, a hitter to, to pull. Ground ball to short, Bell on a big hop. Fires to first in time to retire Nagishi for out number one. Nagishi retired 6-3, short to first, and the batter, Luke Benson. Blue Raiders center fielder. Stands in, hitting 192. Off to a bit of a slow start. And Gardner's pitch is taken for ball one. Only two for 11 against left-handers, Dick. Third baseman playing up just off the edge of the grass. First baseman playing even with the bag. And Benson hits it foul down the left field line, out of play. One and one. That left fielder, uh, at least for Benson, has moved back into left field. Benson, a local youngster out of Oakland High School, the pitch. Swing and a miss. Changed speeds on him a little bit. Had him yep. out in front. One and two. Fosto was in a hurry to get up there. He forgot what the count was. There's a ball hit sharply and flagged down by Dingler. Second baseman, but he throws late to first. I think that'll probably be an error, although Dingler made a good stop. He called it a base hit. On a sharply hit ground ball. And then he bobbled it. I think if he'd picked it cleanly, he would have made the uh, uh, now count at first. Now they've changed it to an error. That'll be an E4. Which is the right call. So Vincent at first on the error by Dingler, and the batter is Fausto Lopez. Solo home run in the first inning over the right field wall. Got it up into the stiff breeze and hit it out of here. Throw to first, the runner back. They know Vincent can steal. He has four stolen bases on the season. <clears throat> Very fast. 
That uh, right fielder is playing in about, oh, what, three or four feet shallower than he had been doing in the first. Throw to first. Benson back in there. Center fielder, uh, oh, gosh, what, uh, probably 15 feet into right center. Left fielder playing him straight up. Pitch to Lopez, inside, ball one. There goes Vinson to throw to second, way off the mark. <laughs> Good save by the second baseman, or Vinson might still be running. Yeah, that was uh, – and he was uh, in the outfield grass when he uh, made that play. They call it a wild pitch? I think that's right. Because that ball was – was in the dirt, and uh, – as soon as Vincent saw it, he took off. Yeah. Runner at second base, one out to pitch, hit into left center field. Left fielder back and will make a one-hand stab running toward the outfield fence. Lopez hit it pretty good. Flagged down out there by Gariola for th- out number two. I think uh, Vincent misread how far that, uh, how deep that ball was going to carry into left center field because instead of uh, hanging around the bag, he went halfway and now he's had to go back second. Batters JT Mabry doubled in the first inning, scored. Raiders had a two-run first inning. Pitch inside and in the dirt, ball one. Luke Vinson, the runner at second, he was safe on an error, went to second base on a wild pitch. Now they've moved that left fielder back around into left center now. One ball, no strikes. Here's the lefty's pitch. Breaking ball misses low. 2-0 and to Mabry. Haven't seen a ton of breaking pitches early from either pitcher. The only uh, time uh, uh, Gertner threw a lot of breaking uh, pitches to uh, Nagishi. And that was about it. 2-0. Hit in the air into center field. As coming in, Wheeler now steps back a few paces. Makes the catch for out number three. And that will retire the side in the second inning for the Raiders. No runs. No hits. There was an error and one man left on base. We've completed two full innings. It is Old Dominion 3, Middle Tennessee 2 on the Blue Roadie Network from Learfield. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthcare.com. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. 
The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. We go to the third inning. Old Dominion leading the Raiders by a score of three to two. Zach Keenan taking his warm-up tosses. We've got some big news to pass along in the fourth inning, so you want to be sure and be listening next inning. We'll just tease you a little bit. So be listening uh, for the in the next inning, and we've got uh, something a little bit different for you. For the Monarchs, Matt Kootenay will lead it off, the first baseman, left-handed hitter. Kenan got him on a ground ball to second in his first uh, at-bat. Kootenay has a six-game hitting streak going. Kenan's first pitch to him is fouled to the screen. So, Dick, will I need my secret ring decoder to get this message in the fourth inning? You will not. Okay. We'll, we'll just pass that along. Just give it in, uh, give it out straight, right? However, the prize that we're going to be offering, you would really be interested in. I'll leave it at that. Okay. Line drive, base hit in the right center. Benson over to cut it off, and we'll get the ball back in quickly as Kootenay extends his consecutive game hitting streak to seven with a line single to right. Hit number five in the ball game for Old Dominion. The batter is Petrosi. I presume, though, that uh, even though it's a prize that I would be interested in, I'm not eligible, right? Uh, that is correct. Okay. I just wanted to check. Petrosi, a left-handed batter, doubled in the first inning. Here is Keenan out of the stretch. And a ball again hit into right center, and again it will find a home out there. They will hold the runners at first and second. As this time, Nagishi got over there quickly to get it back in. So two base hits to lead off the third inning. Yeah, pretty much the same place. This coming on the first pitch. And hit number six off Keenan. And as we said earlier, this team comes out of the dugout swinging. Here's Gagliardi. Keenan struck him out to end the first inning. He's also a left-handed batter. Well, that'll keep your pitch count down, won't it? If they're coming off the coming off the the, the deck swinging. Here's the pitch, and it's outside. Ball one. One ball, no strikes. We're in the top of the third inning. Old Dominion leading the, the Raiders by a score of three to two. And the pitch to the plate, grounded, past Thomas into right field. They're gonna wave that runner around third. The throw will come in to second instead, and the Monarchs will have runners at the corners with nobody out, and they now lead four to two. Sharp single, Thomas dove for it, couldn't get it. Well, I, th I thought that was a pretty good chance that that ball was gonna hit the runner. number 11, Tommy Bell. Hit number seven, run number four off Zach Keenan. First and third, nobody out, nobody up in the Raider bullpen. Tommy Bell, the shortstop, was hit by a pitch in the first inning, and now Jerry Myers, the pitching coach, will come out. 
for a word with Zach Keenan. Myers is a former uh, head coach at Old yeah. Dominion. I was going to ask you about that. He went uh, from there to South Carolina, and Raiders kind of got him out of, uh, he was in a non-baseball position at South Carolina for a while, and I think wanted to get back on the field, and I, I understand Boy. that feeling. Do you want to get back on the field? Do you want to get back on the field? I have. Oh, okay. <laughs> Are you still doing that coaching? I am. I haven't heard you talking about that yet this year. Well, kind of in an advisory capacity. Okay. Still the Dodgers, though, right? Yes, always. Tommy Bell, shortstop, right-handed batter. First and third, no outs, pitch outside ball one. Congratulations to our Lady Raider basketball team. 86-56 win last night in the WNIT over Wofford College out of the Southern Conference. Well, that earned him a trip to Monday, did it not? Yes, the pitch. Bell takes a strike on the inside corner. One and one. That's the same pitch that Kenan tried to get over in the second inning when he hit him in the leg. Yeah. One ball and one strike. The Raiders will play Monday night at 6.30 against Wake Forest out of the ACC. They were a winner also last night in first round action in the WNIT. Here's the 1-1 pitch, swinging the ground ball, just foul outside the line at third. One ball and two strikes to count. Old Dominion leading four to two. We are in the top half of inning number three. Need to get an out here. Three straight singles. Mm. One run is in, and another 90 feet away. Pitch outside. Two and two to Tommy Bell. I keep thinking I hear our leather lung fan, but I can't spot him. He's not in his normal location. I didn't hear him at all uh, Tuesday night, No, did I you? didn't either. 2-2, two, two, swing, and a foul. Off his fist back to the Blue Raider on deck circle, and the mm -hmm. count holds at 2-2. Two and two. I think that ball that might, hit a, might have hit the umpire, John. I think so. He's uh, taking an opportunity to – if it didn't hit the umpire's mask, it hit uh, Mason Spears' mask. Home plate umpire is Jose Esteras. Randy Hunley calls him at first, and Juan Garza is the third base umpire. Two balls and two strikes the count to Tommy Bell. Monarch shortstop. Outfield is shallowed up a little bit in left and center. The pitch. Ball outside, good stop by Spears. I don't know what that was, but it had a lot on it. It sure did. It definitely was moving. And Spears had a little trouble stopping it. Three and two the count. 
You start the runner here, Dick. Not up to me. Foul. They did not. Count holes at three and two. Gagliardi, the runner at first, is a catcher with no stolen base attempts. I think that answers that question, doesn't it? Double play candidate for sure. I think you'd uh, trade the run for two outs here. Here's the pitch to the plate. Swung on, just got a piece of it. Mm. Count holes at three and two. Parking lot over to the Murphy Center is absolutely full, John. It sure is. This is semifinal day in the boys' state tournament. Here's the pitch to the plate. Swung on, grounded, foul, oh. just outside the line. Just outside the line at third, that, over Coker's head. That ball could uh, had a lot of English on it. Uh, a lot of spin, but uh, it could not have been much more than a foot foul. No argument from Chris Fenwood coaching down mm. at third. It was pretty obvious that was outside the line, but just barely. Count holding at three and two. Fenwood, the former Western Kentucky coach. That's right. He's uh, He's been making trips to Murfreesboro since at least 2006. He's in his 11th year as head coach at Old Dominion. First and third, no outs, just outside, ball four, and the bases are loaded with nobody out, and this is not a good spot to be in. No, run, run in, uh, you got the, the bases uh, jammed, and nobody out, and no one throwing in the Raider bullpen. In fact, there's no one even down there. Way too early in this game to have to go to the bullpen on a Friday. Well, this is a three-game series. There's a lot of baseball yet to be played, and you're right. Uh, you, you take your starter and your uh, your best pitcher out early in the game, and you've lost him for the weekend. You lost him for the weekend, and uh, you've probably uh, shortened your bullpen by a considerable amount. You know, you're talking about the third inning here. He'd probably be using five pitchers. Wheeler takes the ball low, ball one. Bases loaded, nobody out here in the third inning. Raiders in a peck of trouble here, need to get a ground ball from somebody. Uh, but instead, they get a base hit to center. One run will score and they'll hold the bases loaded. I'm gonna play station by to station. That ball coming in got away, but uh, good backup by Keenan, the pitcher, to save a run. I'm coming in, so they get one. Five straight uh, men have reached base, four of them on singles, not an extra base hit in the bunch. Boy, that's not quite what you'd be expecting right now. Second baseman, number 15, Chris Dingler. That's hit number eight. Yeah, Dingler had a uh, RBI double to left in the uh, second inning. It is now a five to two lead. Dingler double down the left field line. Pitch low, ball one. Keenan is struggling and Coach Myers has already been out there once. Yep. 
And nobody in the bullpen, yeah, so, so it's he's on his own, isn't he? Gonna be up to him to get out of this inning. The prospects don't look too bright right now with the leadoff man scheduled to hit next. Number nine hitter had a double his last trip. Takes a strike, one and one. Keenan had been struggling to find the strike zone, and when he found it, Old Dominion was uh, responding. It was like they were up there looking for one pitch. and So four singles and a walk in the third inning already has produced two runs. And the count one and one to Chris Dingler. That wind still blowing out. I'm going to check and see what they tell us the velocity is now. Oh, Strike call. That was a nice two. pitch. I'll check here for us, Dick. 16 miles an hour out of the south when we started the game. Well, it's uh, up to 17 now. So it hasn't let off. <laughs> it has not let off. Uh, warmed up just a little bit. Up to uh, 68 degrees. Very comfortable at the ballpark. If One you're out of the, the wind. The pitch. Swung on, hit in the air. Shallow center field. Benson on a long run, still coming. Makes the catch. They'll not tag anybody, and that will be out number one. Dingler retired on a shallow fly ball into center. You know, if uh, if the wind is not blowing out, that's probably uh, a pop-up on the infield, and you've got the infield fly rule. One out. Bases loaded, and now we'll look for a Ground ball, double play to get out of this inning. And you and I have both seen uh, the infield fly rule called on balls uh, about that I don't. Deep. I don't even <laughs> want to talk about it. Here's Lavari. Reached on an error, scored in the first, struck out in the second. Laid off man batting for the third time in the third inning. So they've turned the lineup over now for the third time in the First pitch fouled off the screen, strike one. He is the seventh man to bat in the inning. Bases are loaded with one out. Left fielder, center fielder in two, three steps. Maybe to try and prevent a sacrifice fly. Right fielder has to play deep. Boy, the wind's blowing. One strike to Lavari. Oh. And hits it foul down the left side. Nothing into the count. Strikeout wouldn't be bad, John. No, it would not be bad at all. Uh, Lavari was definitely going for that uh, left field line. Get it down that line, you're going to. Drive in two. Nothing in two, the count to Lavari. Keenan's pitch to the plate, taken for strike three, and Lavari knew it. Fooled him with a breaking ball. Yep. And that is the second out in the inning, and the second time Lavari's been struck out. And now with two outs, bases loaded, the batter is Carter Trice. Uh, he I has struck you, out and walked. If, if uh, Keenan can uh, get Trice here, get out of this inning, uh, that'll be a heck of a pitching job, won't it? 
Trice, a right-handed batter, stands deep in the box, waving that bat back and forth, and grounds it into the hole for a base hit. One run will score. You got to wave the second runner. Here comes the throw to the plate, and not in time. Goes all the way to the backstop, and both base runners will advance. I think that'll be a hit and then a throwing error. I think so. On Sanders because the throw was off the mark. So scoring from third, Gagliari, Bell scores from second. They were going to score anyway. Right. So a couple yep. RBI on that uh, single to Carter. and uh, But then Wheeler goes to third and tries to second on a throwing error by Sanders. So it is now 7-2. to two. Four runs have scored. Runners second and third. Two outs. The batter, Gariola, who is homered and hit into a double play. He's gone from one extreme to the other. Pitch outside, ball one. Gariola bats from the right side against the right-hander, Zach Keenan. Keenan comes set, looks at the runners there at second and third. Pitch is just low for ball two. Two and oh. Runners add second and third. And that is ball three. I don't think Kenner wants to load them up again, but. Well, I don't think so. Scoreboard saying that uh, the Raiders have three errors. I just have two in my book. Am I wrong? Swing and a miss. Had the green light on three and oh, and it is now three and one. I've just got two. Three balls and a strike to Gariola. Keenan with the pitch, a swing and a miss. So after getting behind three balls, no strikes, Gariola's gone fishing on the next two and has come up without a bite. Full count. First base is open. And you've got Kootenay waiting to hit next. Kennan with the 3-2. Swung on, hit to left field, deep and no doubt. That one is out of the ballpark. And it is now going to be a 10-2 game. Gariola. Defying the wind blowing the other way, hits it out to left field. His second home run. I think we've got some Old Dominion fans here, John. Sounds like we've got a bunch of them. So Gariola now with two, three, four, five runs batted in the in this game. I found the other error, Dick. There are three errors. We just didn't pick it up uh, 
Earlier this inning, uh, uh, you've got an error uh, uh, on. Uh, There's a ball hit foul down the left side. Strike one to Kootenay. I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, uh, it. Uh, uh, you had uh, Petrasi went to uh, uh, went to second on a, a single by Gagliano. Uh, ball hit up the middle. That is a base hit. Oh, my Kootenay continues the hit parade with a single, and that's going to be hit number 11 off mm. Zach Keenan. And uh, we've had 10 men come to the plate. Uh, Petrasi went to third base on an error by uh, Nagishi earlier this inning. So we've committed two errors in this inning. I didn't mark that down for some I reason. I didn't either. So a runner at first, two outs, and Petrasi the batter. Singled earlier in the inning. Here's the pitch. Swung on, hit in the air into shallow right field. Mabry moving back. Fausto's over there, and Mabry <laughs> will make the catch. Boy, the wind got a hold of that thing. That is going to be all, but 11 men come to the plate. They will score seven runs. In the top of the third for Let me count. One. Two, three, four, five, six, seven hits in the inning. Is that what you have? Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven is correct. Seven runs, seven hits. There were two errors and one man left on base. We'll go to the bottom of the third inning. Old Dominion, 10, Middle Tennessee, 2 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannison Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannison Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannison Associates online at gcpas.com. Got my nachos, got my big TV, and my favorite chair. It's game time. But you know, the only thing that would make it a little better is if I could listen to my local broadcasters while watching the game. Oh, hello. You must have wished for your game to be synced with TV and radio. I sure did. Do you have a DVR? You bet. Do you have a streaming device? Yeah. Blammo. Your game is now synced. It's that easy. Oh, boy. To see if you can get synced, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield. SyncMyGame.com? SyncMyGame.com. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. Go to the bottom of the third. Raiders now trailing 10 to 2. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification as you listen to Middle Tennessee baseball. The flagship station for Blue Raider sports. News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The Blue Raiders play here. Brett Coker leads it off for the Raiders, takes the first pitch from Tommy Gartner outside for ball one. Jack Julian uh, throwing in the Blue Raider pin. Coker looks at ball two down low, 2-0. Two oh. Brett grounded to third in the first inning. Blue Raider third baseman came, in, came into the game at 231. 
the pitch. Swung on, fisted back to the screen, foul. Count goes to two and one. Craig Swan slated to state to start Saturday's single game. Be at three o'clock tomorrow afternoon. Pop foul out of play. And the count is two and two on Coker. Keenan already at uh, 68 pitches through just three innings. Don't really look for him to be back out there. Julian's going to need to eat some innings. Grab ball to third. Gloves there by Lavare. Throw to first in time. Coker retired third to first for the second time in the game. One out for Mason Spears. Blue Raider catcher, single in the first inning. Up to 432 on the season now with that uh, single back in the first. It's been swinging it good. Left-hander Gartner with a pitch. Breaking ball is called a strike. Nothing in one. Looked a little bit high to Spears. Mm. And the pitch. Hit in the air, foul, and out of play to the right. 0-2 now to Mason Spears. Well, look at that flag out there. It's That's not 17 miles an hour. Well, we checked last inning. It was 17 and picked up a bit the pitch. Inside, ball one. One and two. Cloud cover back. See a couple little blue spaces in there. Old Dominion out of Norfolk, Virginia. They'll be moving to the Sunbelt Conference in 2024. The pitch. Swing and a miss. Struck him out. Spears down on strikes for out number two. And that will be the second strikeout for Gartner, who has not walked anybody. Here's Bryson Thomas with two outs and the base is empty. Bryson had a sacrifice fly and a run batted in in the first inning. Takes a strike call, nothing and one. I wouldn't be surprised if they don't turn the lights on here pretty soon. Swing and a miss, and the count is 0-2. Cloud covers move back over, blocking out the sun and blocking out those uh, patches of blue we had up above our heads. Here's the 0-2, and he hit it sharply, but right at the shortstop. Bell bobbles it, picks it up, throws quickly to first, and pulls Pull the off. first baseman off the bag. So Thomas legged it out. That will probably be a throwing error on the shortstop. Yeah, they've already posted an error, so. Uh, that's the second error. So Thomas at first base on the fielding Era by Bell, and the batter's Nathan Sanders, who singled in the first inning. 
Raiders got two in their half of the first inning to tie the game up, but since then, it's been all Old Dominion. Pitch outside, ball one to Sanders. Well, there's a little sun trying to blink through. It didn't last long, did it? No. The blink of an eye. Hmm. One ball, no strikes. Off-speed strike. One and one to Sanders. Infield pulled way around to the right. Shortstop's playing almost behind second base. Just a few steps to the left of the bag. One and one. Swung on, hit in the air to right field, but too high, and the right fielder's got a bead on it. It'll be caught out there by Carter Trice for the third out. That is all in the third. No runs, no hits. There was an error and one left. Here are the totals after three innings for Old Dominion. Ten runs, 11 hits, and two errors. And for the Blue Raiders, two runs, four hits, and three errors. Old Dominion leads 10 to two after three on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hear that? That's the plumpest, juiciest hot dogs you've ever seen getting their grill on. But we both know what'll make it sound even better. Oh, yeah. It's a Pepsi to go with your hot dog. Because when you're chomping on America's favorite meal, relish, mustard, and onions perfectly blending into a crescendo of flavor, there's only one thing that makes everything about that moment better. A cold, refreshing Pepsi. See what I mean? It's like music to my ears. Hot dogs. Better with Pepsi. That's what I like. What do you think of when you hear community, integrity, commitment, tradition, and partners? The folks at Sodexo know it's family, friends, neighbors, and coworkers. The people we live with, work with, share our world with, and the fans we love to serve. Sodexo is community. It's a community of more than 200 employees and nonprofit volunteers and the thousands of fans we serve at MTSU. Sodexo is a community of people who are committed to enhancing your game day experience. Sodexo, proud server of your game day concession needs and proud to serve the Blue Raiders. You're listening to NTSU Sports on WGNS. Well, to our surprise, Zach Keenan goes out for the fourth inning. Well, he's thrown uh, 68 pitches, so this, uh, I would think, is probably going to be the last one, even if he throws a short inning. Agliardi will lead it off for Old Dominion. Followed by Bell and Wheeler, 10 to 2 the score, Old Dominion leading. First conference game of the season for both teams. Aguilarity has struck out and in that big third inning, singled and scored. Off speed strike, caught the outside corner, nothing and one. Well, here it is, the fourth inning, John. It is. But you're going to have to wait just a little bit longer because this will be announced in the bottom of the fourth inning. Okay. Whatever it is. Just trying to pique my interest. Pitch misses outside, ball two. Two and one. Ten to two, Old Dominion leading. We're in the fourth. 
Ground ball, pass Thomas, base hit to right field. Uh, they're picking up where they left off. Second hit for Gagliardi. And hit number 11, no, hit number 12. Yeah. Off Keenan, who's given up 10 runs. Check how many of those are earned. Nine, I think, earned, unless we had some unearned runs there in the third, and I was unable to keep up with all that. <laughs> we had too many runs come in. Runner at first, no outs. Here's Tommy Bell has reached twice on a hit by pitch and a walk. Takes a strike at the letters, nothing in one. Yeah, the only unearned run was that first run back in the first inning. So nine earned runs for the Monarchs. Even with two errors in that uh, third inning, all seven of those runs earned. Pitch, line foul down the left field line in the corner down by the Bounced in Old the Dominion bullpen. Nothing and two, the count to Tommy Bell. Runner at first, nobody out here in the fourth. Raider right-hander delivers outside, four ball one, one and two. Wheeler on deck to hit next. Julian back up in the uh, Raider bullpen. Keenan out of the stretch and the pitch to the plate, foul to the screen. Count holes at one and two. I think this wind is will help to dry out the outfield, which was very <laughs> wet before we started play. Yeah. The infield had been covered, of course, and it was in good shape. And they'll cover it again after this ball game. Count one and two to Tommy Bell. The pitch swung on, popped up. In the infield, Coker, the third baseman, will give way to Lopez. The Blue Raiders shortstop makes the catch for out number one. Let's see, we have uh, another game uh, time change that we need to talk about, right? Well, Sunday's game will be at 1 o'clock. It was originally scheduled for 11, but the uh, travel plans changed for Old Dominion. They'll not be going home until Monday morning. So I think they figured out they could save a lot of money by staying over. Wheeler takes the ball, the pitch low for ball one. One yeah. ball, no strikes. How much money do you have to save to be able to uh, say that it's cheaper to stay over that extra night and feed everybody? Must be a bunch. Must be. Pitch to the plate, swing and a miss. Count one and one to Thomas Wheeler. Not to be confused with my friend Tommy Wheeler. Yeah. Great Blue Raider fan. Sure is. One ball, one strike. Boy, he has got an open stance, Dick. Wants to hit that ball to the right side. Yeah. Pitch inside, ball two, two and one. And his pitch delivers, he closes it up, but 
That's a lot of movement. Our crowd here rather quiet. And, well, the only cheering we've heard is from the Old Dominion folk. Two balls and a strike to Wheeler, and the pitch is strike two call. Two and two. Not the only thing the Raiders fans have had to cheer so far is that uh, bottom of the first when we came back and uh, tied the score. Wind continues to blow straight out toward right and right center. Pitch outside, ball three. Full count now to Wheeler, three and two with a runner at first. Runner at first, the catcher, Gagliardi. Short lead, so we're, we're not expecting him to run on this 3-2. Keenan up uh, to 80 pitches now. And the pitch. Foul to the screen. Count holes at 3-2. and two. Zach has had a long afternoon out there. Yep. You like to see a double play ball here. Look, get him... Get him off the mound. Full count, three and two. And the pitch, ball four is outside. So runners at first and second with one out. I have three walks given up by Keenan. Second baseman number 15, Chris Taylor. That's what I've got. One in the second. One in the third, now here one in the fourth. First and second now for Dingler, the number nine hitter who has doubled and flied to center. Keenan's pitch, a little number hit to the left side. It's gonna be Coker to first. Got him, nice pickup by Thomas. Only play he had, that ball was hit so slowly. He looked at second, but then. Now yeah, the runner was already in. And we had that runner is down. I hope he didn't pull a hammy. Runners at second and third. Dingler. That's what they're third. looking at though, Dick. Is that hamstring. For the second out. And the batter will be Lavari. But the uh, injured player is down and being checked as he's still down on the first base side. On this day in baseball, March the 18th, 1937. Okay. Lou Gehrig, who had initially asked for $50,000, ended his holdout by agreeing to sign with the Yankees for $36,000 and a $750 signing bonus that new deal made him the highest player in highest paid player in Major League Baseball. He had just finished an American League MVP season. Uh, 37 and change, right? Yep. That would be more like what uh, translated into $2020 for baseball players. That'd be like what a $7.5 million deal maybe? Probably. 
Dingler is walking back yeah. to the dugout under his own power. I expect we'll have a pinch runner coming in. Yeah, they've been uh, – the trainer got out there in a hurry. And uh, he's not walking with a limp, but what they were working on looked like his hamstring. So hopefully he didn't pull that hamstring, maybe just uh, – uh, what do you do that's less... Well, there won't be a pinch runner because he was out at first. That's so. right. And uh, so runners at second and third with two outs and the batter, Kenny Lavari. So they've uh, got a player down uh, in behind the fence down the left field line who's uh, probably going to go in to play second base, taking some throws. At two outs. The pitch to the plate. Lavar swings and misses, and I had him way out in front. Keenan's had his number today. Yeah. Been safe on an arrow on a ground ball hit to short, and then he has struck out twice. Nothing and one the count. Pitches outside for a ball. One ball, one strike. Gagliardi down at third and Wheeler at second with two outs. 10 to two the score, Old Dominion leading. We're in the top of the fourth inning. And the pitch to the plate. Check swing, the runner's coming in. Spears trying to pick it up and can't find the handle. And another run is in. That's gonna be a wild pitch, it's gotta be. Gagliardi comes in to score. Wheeler goes to third. So the wild pitch by Keenan brings in the 11th run. Wheeler at third now and a two ball. I think it's two and one. Scoreboard says it's two and one. Yep. Swing and a drive oh. foul down the right side, two and two. Turned a little bit too soon on uh, that one. Yeah, that ball off the, the fence down towards the Blue Raider bullpen. Hit that fence, green back into fair territory. Nagisi throws the ball out. Two, two the count. A run in here in the fourth inning for Old Dominion. Swing and a miss. The ball got away from Spears, and he's not going to be able to make the play at first. No, that goes down as a strikeout. Run scores. So coming in to score Wheeler. Strikeout and a wild pitch. So two runs on wild pitches in this inning. And it is now a 12-2 game. Batter is Trice with a runner at first and two outs. I guess it's too late to ask for a mulligan. Well, we could ask for rain. There's a ball hit deep into left center field. Vinson back, and he will make the catch near the warning track in deep left center. And that is going to be all in the fourth inning. But the Monarchs come up with two more runs and only one hit 
in the inning. One man left. We'll go to the bottom of the fourth. Old Dominion, 12, Middle Tennessee, 2 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. It's a new season. Get ready for more men's and women's college sports excellence. Trophies will be awarded in June to schools who take the top spot in the 2021-22 Learfield Directors' Cup. The premier award recognizes one winning institution in all competitive divisions. Follow your favorite team's progress as seasonal standings are announced at L Directors' Cup on Twitter and online at directorscup.org. The crowning achievement in college athletics. 